I'd like to request to the dice gods that I roll more like this when I have to have to roll at disadvantage because I will never have, hear another die roll in my life. So the first roll was a natural 20, and the one that followed it was a 19. I don't know that it's exact science. I think it's wild magic for a reason. Yes, uh, except I cannot because, once again, I have this much money. <laughs> For our listeners at home, I'm holding up two zeros. Which is, as we all know, more than one zero. What is all this concern about? That, you know, nothing at all happens with this guy. In fact, he looks better now than he did when he went to bed. He's glowing. Yes. Chapter 189, The Sweet Prince. Okay. So, in the last episode, we had transitioned from Creval and Cotter's group over to Adrian Arlen's group. And uh, they had made their way over to Kalesque. And uh, what all happened when you got to Kalesque? It wasn't earth shattering. We met up with more tabaxi. Uh-huh. Yeah, you you ended up meeting uh, black and uh gray and uh then the moon, yeah. We got coffee yes. and then uh learned that where the beans are harvested from is likely the direction of either the sorcerers or the the dro expatriates that we're looking for. Um Or both, yeah. Yeah, or one or one or both. Um It sounds and, like both. Yeah. And as we were going that way, we were trying to figure out how to get past this, this big uh, wall gate um, that seems to be pretty heavily guarded. And then just as we were trying to figure it out, we had our old friend, the bard, Nissian, uh, say something about being <laughs> in a band. Uh, yeah, which was kind of a shock. Oh, yeah. And we, and we were trying to decide, is Nissian really Panther? Yes, that was yeah. that's where we left. Everybody was speculating of if is Nissian really Panther. Um, so, anyways, there you are. Yeah, you are in the streets of Kalesque. Uh, you uh, tried to find your way to up and over the mountain to uh, where the coffee beans come from, and seek out the sources of the shore. And apparently, this expatriate uh, Drow community that apparently Panther has been spiriting away uh, the uh, resistance members to. And um, you ran up against a wall of rock. It and turns out that much like the uh, front of Kalesque, which is a palisade cliff that has a, with just one gap in it that they've uh, put a big gate into, uh, it turns out that the northwest side of Kalesque is something similar. Uh, there's just a palisade cliff on that side, and the one entrance exit on that is also uh, gated up. And the gate was stuck, tw- uh, you know, shut and uh, well guarded. And while you were all discussing what you wanted to do as a next step, all of a sudden Nissian showed up, uh, telling you that uh, what the thing that you were talking was the name of the band he was in in Porta Magnum. And so that's where you all are. You're out in the middle of the street in Kalesque, and Nissian has showed up. I'm not familiar whether or not the Tabaxi know Nissian or not. Um, they do not. I don't know him. Um, okay, Jade, Jade does not know him. I don't know him. But uh, Red, um, if Red was here, Red would probably know him because certainly he, uh, uh, Nissian was well known to the elves in uh, Valleys Calliae. And in fact, that's where you met him the first time. And uh, so, so likely anyone who's interfacing with the elves probably ran into Nissian from time to time. Although uh, whether they know he's anything more special than yet another traveling troubadour, it's hard to say. So it would just be Adri and uh, Arlen. Arlen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll turn around and say, band, you say? Where did you play? I said, well, in Port of Magnum, like I said. Well, uh, maybe the more serious question is, uh, what are you doing here? And <laughs> says, can you help us get through this wall? Well, 
um, I might be able to uh, answer both of those questions. Um, shall we uh, enter the cafe and sit down? And he points at the, the next uh, nearest Herculeum Stella that's uh, just up the road. Wouldn't it be just down the road? Because we're up against Do we the have gate. to go back in that place with the vile drinks made? Uh, consider it a uh, hardship of the road. Uh, right, yeah, we'll, we'll follow him into the cafe. And, and uh, he, he uh, turns to you there, Black, and says, if you prefer, they do have another drink uh, where they crush up fruit and mix it uh, with juice. I'll be fine. Ah, very good. Uh, who is this? And I'll look to Adri. Um, I think he'd probably prefer to introduce himself. Very good. Yes. Um, my Sorry, my uh, bad manners. Um, I am Nissian, uh, just a traveling uh, bard. I go from place to place. And, and mainly these days, I've been uh, spending my time regaling everybody with the uh, feats and legends of the Relic Seekers. I'll, hey, that's us. Yeah. Uh, I'll like, glance at Harlan, I guess. And yeah. And, What's a Relic Seeker? Uh, let's see. Well, um, I think perhaps, and he looks at Arlen and Adri, that uh, maybe some introductions are in due all the way around. Um, and actually, you guys you guys do at least, uh, Tabaxi, you've been at least briefed a little bit by uh, Galchabar on, uh, y- you know, either through Red or, or directly about uh, the whole reason you're joining this particular enterprise. So so certainly you've, you've heard about uh, the, the uh, exploits of the party that you're joining. Yeah, I just assumed I wouldn't recognize the specific name for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so you guys enter the cafe. Yep. And uh, one one of the one of the halflings comes up and, and takes your order, and uh, Nissian orders uh, a beverage which has about forty two different words in it, um, and you're kind of surprised when it comes to the table and it's just coffee. Um, what else? What else is everyone here going to want to to have? I feel like, um, I mean, we've been here a couple of times in the last 24 hours. Yes. I'll stick with 24 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll try one of those fruit juices. Okay, very good. I'll just ask for an empty goblet. Sounds good. And I'm going to ask for whatever they think is the best drink on the menu. Okay. And Inician um, uh, chortles off uh, another thing with about 42 different words in it. And when it comes to the table, it turns out it's just coffee. I'll have something simpler than that. Okay. So he says with only 21 different words in it and comes out, it's just coffee. I'll have some hot leaf juice. Okay. Yes. Some nice tea. They do have a, a selection here as well. Okay. Um, so uh, they sit down and... and uh, Nissian's able to get kind of a table in the back corner that's kind of away from everybody, just just sort of the layout of the particular cafe. Um, there's just kind of an unused space in one corner that's just kind of awkward and, and no one's sitting there, so you're able to, to get a table there. And uh, he says, so, um, and he turns to the tabaxi, how much do you know about what's going on here? Not enough. Uh, perhaps my, uh, uh, perhaps uh, one of the relic seekers could fill us in a little bit of what's happening here yeah so we are attempting to find the sorcerers of the shore so that they can help me not explode um, and we are also looking for a group of um, escaped drow um, to hopefully hide away um, Adri's siblings. And we have heard that they are both uh, presumably behind that gate, and we have to get through. Are either you going to ask the question? I believe we explained that to the tabaxi already, or did we not? Did I just assume that Galchabar briefed them on everything? Well, it's good that we've got it out in plain here. That's good. Either way. I would uh, counsel you, young sorcerer, not to use that D word a little too loudly around mixed company. And by mixed, I mean those that might surround us besides what's at this table. I presumably said it as drow. Yeah. The, like, around. Yeah. Drow. We should come up with a, a code name. Say, the, like, 
Adri-like or something. Or we could just say the the Wanigans or something like that. Some sort of name. Our cheerful neighbors downstairs. (laughs) That's a good one. Very good. So are either of the people who uh, were in the Underdark going to ask anything uh, to Nissian about his band relationship? Oh, yeah. Um, Nissian. Yes. Do you have any affinity for, per se, panthers? Oh, well, it turns out I do. Um, you, you can't imagine that I'm just wandering around spreading all the good news of your adventures. I've got to have a little something to do on the side. So, yeah, I do have a little moonlighting I do. Um, and, uh, yes, there are a few people that do know me as Panther. And he looks at uh, your sister there, Adri, and kind of gives her a wink. So it was you. Um, turns out it was, yes. Um, and and uh, it was sort of of uh, two uh, purposes, if you will. Galchavar had asked me to uh, keep an eye on you while you're in the Underdark, and I had a group to escort out of there anyway. So our, uh, our paths kind of met along the way there. Well, it's good that uh, I suppose you're back with us because you probably know where the expatriates are. Um, in fact, I do, yes. Um, and uh, if you would like, uh, tonight, um, middle of the night, if you would like, we could uh, meet again. Um, and uh, let's just say that no one's allowed through that gate over yonder who doesn't have a purpose. So in order for us to get anyone up there who, uh, let's say, is fleeing tyranny... Um, we have to go through alternate means. It turns out that there is a subterranean uh, sewer system underneath the uh, area here and just so happens to have a exit on the other side of that wall. Um, I tripped across it a while back, um, having run into the uh, person that uh, is in charge of it, I guess you'd say. And um, I've been able to use that to smuggle um, let's call let's call them the field workers. I've been smuggling the field workers up there um, ever since, and uh, so yeah, all we need to do is get in touch with my uh, contact. He uh, calls himself the Sweet Prince, and um, we'll uh, see if we can get ourselves smuggled under there uh, this very evening. I think that would work out very well. Is there a place that we should meet you tonight? Um, yes. Yeah, so um, why don't you lay up? There's a number of inns nearby. Why don't you lay up in one of those? And uh, then right at the stroke of midnight, uh, we'll meet you uh, basically in the stables there. Okay. That sounds like the best plan. Yes, very good. I'm looking forward to yet another successful uh, invasion. And uh, it's always great to come back here too. Uh, Kaleskwe, the uh, beverage is here, and he kind of scoots his coffee a little bit away from him. Well, the other beverages here um, are the finest in the land. Um, I, before he goes, uh, I do want to ask. Mm-hmm. Oh, he has no I... intention of going at this point. He's very, very comfortable <laughs> sipping his coffee and enjoying your your uh, conversation. Well, then, before we go, mm-hmm. um, I do want to ask if there's anyone in the city here that we should maybe watch out for like does anybody suspect that you perhaps are doing nefarious business on the other side of the wall um i would like to say that my uh primary occupation of a troubadour has uh, well insulated me from that it's just not too unusual to have me roaming in and roaming out and popping up at odd times telling you which bands i've been in and uh it has made uh, that part of my life that much easier and uh, uh hopefully uh hopefully i've been able to cover my tracks well enough and the people i deal with for this uh, smuggling operation they keep everything on the down low don't you know so uh no problem there yes being a bard is a pretty non-threatening day job yes Okay, any other questions? I mean, after all, there's not a song saying toss a coin to your bard now, is Not one I've heard. I did hear last uh, while back there was a toss a coin to your cotter, though. That was interesting. Wasn't well produced. (laughs) 
I'm a little concerned that it's waiting that long only because I believe and he, with indication head he'll just kind of twitched his head toward Cotter or not Cotter I'm sorry Arlen I'd say I believe this one is prone to magical outbursts uh, true true yes the whole reason for the urgency well that is why it, uh, it's even more urgent that we meet tonight and see if we can't smuggle through just tonight I think that's the earliest that we can anyways yeah I mean certainly the dark of night is when this has to happen as you wish Yes, as you probably noticed, halflings uh, do are not naturally um, active at night. Uh, they uh, don't have night vision of any sort, um, and everyone tends to go to bed and enjoy themselves a good sleep and then a good breakfast and after a good dinner. It's it is the halfling way. Okay, anything else before uh, you all take off from Nissian? Nissian takes off from you. I assume we'll arrange which inn we'll be staying in for him to meet us. Uh, yeah. And actually, there is uh, one just up the road called the Golden Leaf. And uh, it shows a uh, rather uh, portly halfling sitting in a rocking chair uh, with his uh, feet up and he's smoking a pipe. It sounds like halfling. Yes. Um, so you guys going to go and get uh, rooms for the night there? Yes. Okay. Yes, please. So, uh, but as you're leaving, um, Arlen, uh, Nisian says, oh, and Arlen... Um, Galchabar wanted me to pass this along to you. And um, he gives you a, a shreve of notes. And it apparently is the notes taken by the um, acolytes that you had um, employed. Ah, yes. And they're basically they've um, a page for each of the cities that they uncovered that had a um, teleportation circle uh, mentioned in the literature and unfortunately most of them are blank because most of them are out in the middle of the Mare Aranosum now buried in, in sand. Um, but uh, they did find one in Porta Magnum and uh, it is in the tower of your wizard friend who apparently didn't re I mean knew it was a magic circle but didn't realize what it was for. Um, Joy. Yes. But apparently there is one in, in Porta Magnum, and obviously you know the one in Civitas Cataracta now. Um, and they do mention that there's one in, is somewhere in Kalesque, um, but um, they, uh, you know, obviously have not visited Kalesque to see where it is and track it down. But there is one there as well somewhere. Very interesting. Yep. Well, I will... I carefully put them into my pack and then uh, rush off with the rest of everybody. Very good. Okay. And do you guys go down the Golden Leaf and, and uh, arrange rooms for the night? Yes. Uh, except I cannot because, once again, I have this much money. <laughs> for our listeners at home, I'm holding up two zeros. Which is, as we all know, more than one zero. Yes. Well, double zero is a hundred, right? Exactly. You, yeah. <laughs> triple zero is a hundred. No. Yeah. Triple zero would be a thousand. I mean, if you're rolling and you get zero zero yeah. and a seven, that's seven. zero zero and zero. That's three zeros, which is a hundred. But if you only roll a zero zero, then it's a zero. Maybe. So. Okay, Point well, still stands. You have no money. Yeah, we're <laughs> no money. I have no money. Yes. Either way, no money. Um, anyway, so, uh, who, who does have money here? Jade. I feel like I, I, yeah. I mean, if the tabaxi don't, then I'm sure we can scrounge up some change. Or ask Nithian. Worst comes to worst. Sure. He has some money. Yeah, probably. Well, in, in Galchabar gave you guys a, a purse. I, so. I have some money. Yeah. So, um, so maybe Jade, did you take I the can... purse? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways. So basically, um, the golden leaf looks like it's a, actually kind of a nice place. And, um, but once again, sort of similar to what you saw before, the room rates are just ridiculously low. It's like one silver per person per night, but the uh, rates for food are ridiculously high. So clearly there's still a, a food shortage going on. Um, and uh, so if you could just take that off of your, uh, money list there that'd be good so are you going to uh settle down for dinner there since you have to meet in the middle of the night yep i guess so okay 
And it's very interesting because um, previous to this, all of your food experiments here in Kaleskwe have been down at the dockside. And you now get the feeling that they basically kind of, you know, cater to the tourists. And so I just the, the dockside eateries all seem to have food that, you know, dwarves and half elves and humans would like from their hometowns. Everything up here is just pasta. It's all noodles of all sorts. And some with red sauce, some with white sauce, some with oil, some with just butter, a lot of butter. There's a lot of butter on everything. Um, but yes, they, they have just a amazing, it mainly seems to be a pasta based uh, cuisine here. Sorry, what was what was the name of this place? This is the Golden Leaf. Ah, uh, I was wondering if it was going to be like, a, I don't know, some garden of uh, certain Mediterranean fruit. Yeah, nope, this is called the Golden Leaf, yeah. Ye old pasta makery. Yeah. <laughs> Ye old garden of olives, yes. Okay, so actually, what, what all did we want to have? Because whatever you want to have in pasta, they have it here. Um, I'll have whatever this catchy e peppy. That's Ireland. Sounds good. Anybody else? What what do you what do you want to order for tonight? I'm looking and I say tortellini. Is this made from turtles? That's cool. <laughs> yeah, don't don't get the mesquite barbecue because that's used mosquitoes. But uh... I was about to order that. Thank you for the warning. Yes. I filled up on. Uh... The sticks of bread. <laughs> there we go. Before I'll have the food. some mini uh, loven. Lagnazina. Sounds very good. Anyway, so the uh, um, food arrives, and, and like I said, it's it's just kind of ridiculously expensive. It was a silver for the uh, room for the night, but it ends up being you know basically a gold a piece for the meal. It's uh, although that does come with a glass of wine, so you you get to enjoy the. Uh, wonderful Kaleskwe wines, which are exquisite. Um, but yeah, still, it's it's clear that uh, the uh, food situation, even though they seem to be doing pretty well here in Kaleskwe, is still uh, pretty steep. Okay, and um, the uh, meal is incredibly filling, and all the tabaxi really want to go take a nap, but then the tabaxi always really want to go take a nap. And uh, you're ready to head off to meet with... Uh, with Nissian. And of course, I'm assuming because we have tabaxi and, and uh, we got Adri's relatives, you you probably took the, the food back to your room and that sort of thing. Yeah. And um, before we go to um, meet with Nissian, I want to show Adri the um, other notes and specifically the one that has the teleportation circle in Portum Magnum. Okay. Um, I'll find it interesting. I don't think I'll necessarily know exactly what you're talking about, but well, it's just exciting because we can go directly to Porta Magnum from wherever the rest of the uh, phylacteries are. That's really convenient. Like, like the one you're carrying. Yes, like the one I'm carrying. So <laughs> get this over with as fast as possible. Yep. You're carrying a what? Um. Uh, a phylactery? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it too much. It's, it's, it's Me blowing up is way worse. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll worry about teleporting uh, after we're worried about explosions. You know, people look at us like we're strange, but your conversations with Lynn created the fact that you guys are all very strange. Yeah, I'll take it. Anyway, time to go see the weirdest person we know, Nissian. Excellent. So, um, you guys wander on down to the stables and um, you're just kind of standing there and standing there. There's the occasional stamp of a hoof or a, you hear the sound of the one of the horses shifting in its stall, kind of tossing its head. Um, they seem to have pretty much have gone off to, to sleep as well. They're, they're not doing too much activity. And you're just beginning to wonder if maybe either something's happened in Nissian or, you know, he uh, shined you on or something. And then all of a sudden he just uh, melds out of the shadows and says, ah, you're here. Very good. My contact should be here soon. Really, really fast. Mm -hmm. um, while we were waiting for him, I do want to ask 
uh, since he winked at my sister, like, did she know that Panther moonlighted as a troubadour? I actually don't know which one he's moonlighting as. (laughs) True, yes. And she says, I've only ever known him as Panther. Um, Yeah, I... Now, the big question is, is he a drow in disguise as a human or is a human disguised as a drow? But yes, I've only ever known him and his his cat escorting uh, folks out. Well, and I I do know that bards often have the ability to alter their appearance. So could be either. I wonder where he puts the panther. That's what I'm wondering, too. Well, he's right here. Yeah, but it's also time to go. True. We could ask this later, probably. Sounds very good. And um, so, uh, as he said, his contact is going to be here any moment, he says. And uh, you guys are, once again, waiting. There's only the sound of the horses rustling and so forth. And, And everybody roll for me. Perception. 22. Two. That one. 16. 14. 22. Okay, so we had two 22s to, to start with. Um, unfortunately, Jade Claw is, is pretty much enamored of the pretty horses. Um, and uh, then uh, Arlen's not too much better. He's, he's kind of thinking about the horses at home. And um, despite your 22s, a halfling just sort of steps out of nowhere. Um, and it is cowled and, and cloaked, rather like your tabaxi friends. And uh, so you can't even make out his features. And uh, it uh, he says, Panther, are you here? And Nissian says, ah, sweet prince. It's good to see you. And he, uh, so he kind of indicates to the party, says, I have a, another group to uh, get up the hill, if you know what I mean. And Prince says, uh, can't do it. And, and this is the first time in your life you've actually seen Nissian seem to be stunned. And he's like, but uh, we've never had a problem before. And uh, Prince replies to him and says, well, the heat's on. Um, everything's uh, locked up tighter on a drum. Because of the situation in the in the uh, in the uh, kingdom right now, I mean they've got people at each other's throats. I hear that uh, I hear that uh, Porter Magnum and and Exculberum Calis are going to war as we speak. So right now they've got the gate shut tight, and there's patrols everywhere. They're not going to let us through. This is not acceptable. And and Nissian says. Oh, come, come. They're, they're, they're are right. we hearing this? Sorry. Yes, you guys are standing right there next to him. Did you want right. to interject with any, I, any conversation there? Yeah, I have the ability to be rather extraordinarily stealthy. Uh, perhaps there's something that we can do to help because we need to get beyond the wall ourselves. He says, yeah, yeah, I get that. But, uh, and uh, you'll be a... Uh, quite an asset i must say but uh is is all the rest of your group uh a uh proficient in sneaking around i can make them proficient in sneaking around as uh, long as they, they stay within uh about 30 feet of me that could be a great help but uh like i said right now i mean i've never seen it locked down so tight you can barely move around i support uh, i say Nothing that a, a wee bit of gold can't uh, help, I would assume. Whose palms do we need to grease? He says, I tell you what, that's not a bad idea. Let me go and talk to the right people. What uh, what funds do you have that maybe I can get some folks to look the, the other way? I think I, I, I don't have the money. So, and, I, and, I, and I reach into my pocket and I pull out this piece of jewelry that I've been lugging around that I'm really care about and it's from the ancient world uh we remember we remember it's worth about a thousand gold pieces but to me it's just a trinket that i carry and i say will this do and he kind of almost reverently takes it from you and and runs it across his hand and he says 
Wow, yeah, this is lovely. Um, you know, I could probably do something with this. Um, tell you what. Uh, I'll go and fence this. And I'll go and I'll put uh, some funds into the right people's hands. And with a little luck, we can get down into the, uh, into the sewers and we can get over there. So why don't you all meet me here? again tomorrow night and we'll see if we can make this happen look at Arlen I don't know that we have much of a choice I mean I, this guy does need some time to do the things he needs yeah I know mm. well, and how long until he does a magical explosion thing though um, does I... anyone know anti-magic field I don't know if I know about that but I I think we Maybe have that much time. Not no, that seems like him being tired might maybe give him uh, more chance of during the day or night when we maybe more need him explode. Maybe we can have him just sleep by the the gate. Not to be rude, but are you telling me with all the vast powers that you two possess and our own natural inclinations to climbing that we can't figure a way over this wall? Besides greasing palms. Oh, no, like we can get beyond the wall. It's like even through this method, I think they can get us beyond the wall. It's just beyond the wall to some, to a place where it's not heavily guarded is very heavily guarded. From what I'm understanding. Sounds good. I, I kind of I'm gonna go with the person that that Nissian Panther trusts to tell us how locked up tight it is. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like if he's done this enough times and Nissian is shocked to hear this, that probably we're going to have to wait. Yeah, I, think, I mean, I you, you got the time. feeling that Nissian has never been told no by uh, by the prince uh, on any of his smuggling runs before, just by his reaction. Okay, yeah. I guess. Um, we'll... I think we have enough time, so... Um, or I think we can just wait it out for right now. Okay. So you're going to spend a, a uh, pleasant night and a day mm -hmm. in the uh, wine country of, of Faro then? And we're just going to very unobtrusively just leave at midnight, meet up with someone, then come back inside. Mm -hmm. I'm sure no one will notice. Man, let's go back inside. Okay. And uh, I do, anything you're going to do before you bed down for the night? Get away from him. Okay. You're gonna let Arlen knock off to sleep first, like you as usual. Yeah, and I'll yep. stay close to him, within and, like ten feet of him. Okay, and no one knows anti magic field. All right. Have you looked up the Maybe level of that? We can have him fall asleep outside, and then if he doesn't blow up, we can bring him inside. That I don't might... know that it's exact science. I think it's wild magic for a reason. Yep. Um. I mean, I, I'm not super comfortable leaving any one of our party alone. I know that... What is your character, Drew? I'm so sorry. Black Crispin. Tabaxi. Oh. <laughs> Tabaxi's the name of your character. Yeah. Black. No, I'm <laughs> black. I, I will also... I'll, I'll be somewhat near Arlen because I can dodge quickly. So. Turns out I was thinking of, case of or of Truth. Yeah, anti-magic field is not something any of us would know. <laughs> nope. Okay, so um, Arlen, you can knock out to sleep. Why don't you roll us that wild magic table? Give us this wild magic goodness. Uh oh, it's the size one again. Your size increases by one size category for the next minute. Okay, so um, Black and and Adrian, you're sitting there, and and uh, you know, um, Arlen pulls out his teddy bear and his feety pajamas, and. Uh, you know, you tuck him in, and then the next thing you know, his feet are sticking about four feet beyond the edge of the bed. <laughs> actually, I read that wrong. Oh, okay. I switched the numbers. It's actually I regained two to ten hit points, but I'm already at full. So okay, really good. Matter. So absolutely nothing happens. And Black, you're like, what is all this concern about? That you know, nothing at all happens with this guy. In fact, he looks better now than he did when he went to bed. He's glowing. Yes. Okay. Take this as a good sign. Yes. Yeah, great, grateful that it's not, but uh, it would have been pretty bad if, I don't know, maybe he blew up the inn or something. That would have been hilarious. And and exactly, and would track with this party, too. So We don't usually blow up inns. 
everything else, but yeah. I mean, yeah. We just blow up battlefields and caves and, and people and lighthouses. Especially since the two monks have had evasion, we've just been like, yeah, use use fireball, we'll be yep. fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we'll duck it. Okay, good. So uh, everyone knocks off to sleep, and next morning you get uh, a uh, wonderful, you know, breakfast. And anything anybody wants to do with the day, are you basically just going to stay to your rooms and keep mostly to yourselves, or what do you want to do? I mean, are we low on any? I I could probably use to pick up some arrows. I'm like down to like twenty something, and I usually had three dozen. So okay. I don't know Did, if there's to that. Here? I'm sure you, I'm sure they can uh, send you to a provisioner's store. Yeah. Didn't we give away all of our money? Again. Uh, I have money. The moon, the ring. Uh, oh. A piece of jewelry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anything I'll else anybody get... needs to do? I'll probably get more arrows as well. Okay. Yeah. So just take. I'm just gonna like, tag along. Yeah. I'd actually like to find like a nice piece of wood. You know, not not very large. Like maybe, maybe two by two by ten and um i'm gonna spend the day carving on it okay and so you know um adri's able to bring back uh, arrows for you there jade and and uh a uh, sample piece of wood there for for you there black and um anything else needs to be done i'm just gonna peer over the notes and just oh. like make sure i understand everything and like yeah. practice the sigils etc and and basically it's kind of good they they have the um, Civitas Cataracta, uh, magic circle, all detailed and drawn out in, in as all of this detail. And, um, they say that, you know, obviously they found the one in Porta Magnum and once again, it's all detailed out in, in all of its, uh, runes and everything for you. And they say that there is one here, um, in Kalesque, one in Faramons and one in Calium Sedes. Uh, the rest, obviously, there are just blank pages because they've um, given up on the possibilities there, um, except for Ubium Concordia. They, they, you know, have a page for that, but obviously they don't know where the circle is there. And, and even if you did send them there, they probably would have just died under the, you know, attack by the undead that are, ho- you know, hoarding there. But yeah, so apparently down in Calium Sedes at the old capital, there should be one and there should be one in uh, Kalesque when one in Faramons. Um, interestingly enough, nothing in Excolbarium Calice. Um, but uh, Suvidas Cataracta, Calium Sedes, Calesque, Pheromons, and Porta Magnum should have those. And they have found the one in Porta Magnum and the one in Suvidas Cataracta. Okay, anything else? Just spending all day and most of the evening, or late or early evening, till it's time to go to the meeting carving. Okay, good. I'll just be. Uh... Working on my prayers, thinking of uh, which spells I might wish for. Eating overpriced food. Sounds good. Yeah, so why doesn't everyone take a, like another gold out of their uh, supply there for provisions during the day? I'll pay I'll, for everyone. I'll, I'll zero gold. Thanks, Jade. I'm the payer. Very good. And uh, night falls after a restful day. And it's kind of nice to have a restful day after everything that's happened recently. And... Uh, you find yourselves at midnight back in the stable, and this time Nissian's waiting for you. He was there ahead of you, and uh, he seems to be a little bit nervous. I'll walk Any up to him. Words? Okay, so you're up right up next to him. What are you gonna say? Well, she beat me to it, though. Okay, and and what did what did what did Adri say there? I said, "Any news?" And he says, "I haven't heard anything yet, uh, but just the." Uh, the whole of the situation has me a bit on edge. Um, like I said, I've, I've never been uh, never been denied access. Um, now, granted, um, the prince and his associates, um, let us not say that they're not exactly all above board. Um, in fact, um, he's, I don't know where he stands in the hierarchy, but he's one of the higher ups in the thieves guild they have a very um pronounced thieves guild here in kalesque um and uh in fact they say that a lot of times it's running everything behind the scenes um so naturally when i wanted to get through that wall over there i uh just tapped a, a couple of contacts there and they led me to the prince and the prince was able to uh get us 
over there and up the uh, the hillside. Um, so yes, if, if even the Thieves Guild is uh, having difficulties with uh, nefarious uh, missions, uh, things are certainly bad. So this is this is uh, it has me a little on edge. And I did hear um, from sources. I've been I've been uh, tapping the news as we've been going around, and um, yes, indeed, it, it rather seems like Excalibarium Calis is. Uh, fielding an army and are heading into the Campo Magno. Um, it, uh, it doesn't look good. I mean, certainly the Porta Magnum will have to respond. So things are not as well as I would like. So are we waiting for Prince to meet us again tonight? Yes. And I'm hoping uh, they w we will not be delayed any further. Where do you leave the Panther? Ah, my friend? Mm -hmm. He says, and he reaches into his pouch and he pulls out a little figurine on the palm of his hand of a little black panther. And he says, obviously, and he shuffles it back away again. I don't dare take her out unless uh, I'm in disguise, as we should say. Um, and uh, it would be too much of a giveaway. Well, as interesting as that is, uh, where's the contact? Well, that is what I'm wondering as well. And once again, everybody uh, roll for me perception. 22. Dang. Mm, seems you're a popular number. 17. 16. 20. 18. 7. I could roll a 30 if I got a high. And so you guys are all wondering that, and all of a sudden you hear a voice from right beside you going, are you talking about me? And sure enough, uh, Sweet Prince is right there. Good way to lose a head. He says... Or get ahead. And uh, he says, okay, well, I crossed a few palms of silver. Well, it was more than silver. It's more like platinum. But uh, we should be uh, clear to go. Uh, but I got to say, got to say, I've never seen the place locked down like this before ever. Um, everyone's got their hackles up. So uh, we'll need you to be as quiet as possible. Does anyone wear metal armor? I do. Okay. Uh do we have a way to? I don't. That? I don't know if, if Over Mountain does. Yeah, what armor does Moon wear there? We're looking to see if I get disadvantage on stealth. You did. I get disadvantage on stealth. Okay. Could they take their armor off? But with Pass Without a Trace, you do get a plus ten. So that's true. Yeah, every everybody gets a plus ten. But I mean, if you, yeah, well, yeah, I mean that that's still pretty good because adding whatever your stealth is. Normally, it might still have disadvantage, but it might be fine. My stealth is plus three, so I'd get a plus 13. I mean, I could take it off, but I'd have to carry it. And if we encounter everything, I have no armor. Yeah. And, and you got to admit, carrying metal armor, probably not that much better than wearing metal armor. Does anyone in the uh, main party who is here have a handy haversack? Or... Or a hold, bag of holding or anything. I like have that? hand. I have a handy haversack. You're you're not gonna get us to take off our armor, is what Mountain Mountain's saying. No. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. Okay. So he, he uh, kind of waits for the debate to get done, and he says, "Okay, are we ready to go?" Yes. Let's. Very good. And uh, he just kind of starts leading you down the street. And are you gonna do pass without a trace there, Adri? Before you guys start. Yes. So it's been a bit since I've used that. So let me just make sure for sure that I have the correct uh, information that I'm giving you all. Um, yeah. So everyone, as long as they're within 30 feet of me, has a plus 10 to stealth. And they we cannot be except by magical means. Okay, good. So why doesn't uh, everybody roll for me a stealth roll and see how you do going down the street? Only 33. Gray goes along on little cat's paws. 28. 22. 16. I'd like to request to the dice gods that I roll more like this when I have to, have to roll at disadvantage because I would never have fear another die roll in my life. So the first roll was a natural 20 and the one that followed it was a 19. Okay, not so, bad. So I would like to keep those rolls coming, please, Dice Gods. So with the Adri's plus 10, that'll be a 35. 
Okay. 35. Yeah, I rolled a, a four. So I'm glad that, that we got that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I do also have a cloak. Haha. So let me re-roll that and see if I do better. Uh, 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 29. Okay. So um, Adri and the uh, kitty cats. Actually, that, that would be a good band name. So Adri and the kitty cats. Um, go and they're just padding along uh, virtually silently and you notice that uh, Nissian slash panther is padding along virtually silently and then of course um, you, you got uh, Moon there who to you guys sounds like he's making just a huge racket but uh, it seems to be you know no one seems to be taking any notice and basically what happens is that Prince just kind of uh, you know flits from shadow to shadow and then you guys all scooby-doo after him and uh you get uh, going and it seems to be going in exactly the wrong direction i mean he's going away from the walls and then um after a short amount of time you guys come up to what looks like just an ordinary bakery um, you can you can you know see the the card out front with the the baker's name on it, and um, Prince just kind of goes right up to the side and just kind of gives us a real faint knock, and a kind of an interesting sequence. And the door opens up, and he says, "You ready, Dodger?" And whoever's inside, he says, "Ready." And uh, he opens the door up. And you guys go into a bakery and you get to the uh, sp- you know, storeroom there and this other halfling and, he, and uh, he's a pretty stout looking uh, halfling himself, uh, pretty portly, uh, must uh, get into his own carbohydrates. And they start moving bags of flour and after about four bags, of, you know, huge bags of flour, big old, you know, uh, 50 pound bales of flour move those aside and there's a trap door in the floor and they say okay down we go and they lift up the trap door and there's a set of stairs going down into the dark is this the same setup in reverse from when they were escaping and they ran didn't they run through a bakery to escape the queen's guard it was it was a shop yeah Ah, it came up in the shop and uh so yeah, you um, you guys must be having a little deja vu at this point, yes. And um, he just descends down into the darkness. I'm assuming you guys are all going after him. Yeah. Yep. I don't think we have much of a choice. Very good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, in fact, Adri, your sister's like, yeah, this seems like a, what we just got done doing down uh, down below. And you go down 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 in the darkness and um here's a question though who all here has dark vision does everybody um don't we all convert tabaxi uh, i have it on my for tabaxi yeah. traits yeah, tabaxi i think all have tabaxi low light vision the uh, half elves all have low light vision right and the dwarf so yeah so yeah you don't even need to uh, um, put on a light or anything halflings don't have dark yeah. vision but it they? seems like for whatever reason that prince uh, is um, you know moving along just fine, and you notice when he turns back to you, uh, just to kind of check and see, he's got a monocle, a monocle in one of his eyes, and uh, he uh, you know says, "Follow me." Some oculators put out their other eye to channel more oculatory power through their lenses. Yes. <laughs> Night vision monocle. Yes, and you guys start. Uh, you know, clipping along, and everybody get for me another stealth roll. Come on. 33. Okay. 37. 15. 29. 22. 22. Okay, so 15 was the worst there. So not too not too bad again. You guys all being pretty quiet, although once again, the dwarf seems to be making a racket. And... You guys are definitely in the sewer system, but it's like an abandoned part of the sewer system. It's dry and, um, you know, occasionally you hear just kind of a drip drip off in the distance, but it seems to be more like 
water infiltrating from you know cracks in the in the ceiling rather than you're actually in an active part of the sewer system. So so for Arlen and Adri, this is, at least is better than you know, when you guys had to go underneath uh, Civitas Cataracta, and you um, start off in the distance. And you come to a four-way intersection, and off to the left, all of a sudden you start hearing the sound of boots and the jingling of armor, and you see a light coming down in the distance. And Sweet Prince turns to rescue and says, oh my God, they're patrolling the sewers. We got to run. And he starts taking off. I assume you're going to take off after him? And, yes. And yeah. So you go pell-mell into the distance, following the sweet prince, and that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, uh, well, hey, uh, big props to Bryce for working in the Brandon Sanderson uh, remark there right at the end of the episode. Uh, yeah, dark, dark ocularity, some fun. Anyway, um, also uh, big props to Adri for being a team player. It's uh, kind of neat to see. She's um, hanging around with uh, Arlen, making sure he's safe, making sure he's not going to blow up because she's like the least likely person to get blown up. Uh, but at the same time, also because she's a member of the party and she cares, which is pretty darn awesome. It's uh, great to see the family come together like this as the uh, adventure works its way on. Um, and then the last thing is uh, I'm enjoying all the Starbucks hate that's going on. Um, obviously, Herculeum Stella is uh, star stag in Latin. And uh, I wasn't planning on quite this amount of fun. Uh, when it came to their coffee but there we are and uh, hopefully the uh, hate will continue forward because it's absolutely hilarious but anyways the group is in the sewers looks like they're going to where they need to go but all of a sudden it seems like the sewers are being patrolled and now they have to beat feet away from them. can they get away from the guards and get to safety we'll have to wait for the next episode to find out until then let us know what you think Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>